Here's a message from Ken Lavica. On this show, we practice heat culture. And this morning, Jay Will got a face full of heat culture. Stone the Banowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Programs. Turn it up! Turn it up! From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Stone, I love my chemical romance. I love our open. I love how we bring in every show. But cut it. Just cut it. Give me peppers. Yeah. Advantage bad guys. DeAndre Jordan in the starting lineup. Who? Ooh, ooh. That's a win. James Harden exhausted by halftime. <laughs> That's a win. How about them dangerous loomers? Dangerous loomers, mm. one game to none. In the East semifinals, Tyler Hero, Bam Adebayo, Young Pick and Rollers. That's a win. Jimmy Butler doesn't play the fourth. That's a win. Kyle Lowry looking like a caddy. Mm. (laughs) That's a win. That is how you get the job done. You had a little disinterested portion of the second quarter. Of course. And then you get in the locker room, Theo. And you lock in and throttle them. Take it to them. Impose your will. One game to none. Heat. Ken Levick alive on a Tuesday here on ESPN 106.3. Free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. And uh, we come to you from the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios downtown West Palm Beach. Phillips Point Towers right off of the warm and sunny Intracoastal. Tuesday means Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Mm. And he is feeling the heat culture. You felt the heat culture all the way from the Duffies. That's right, That man. you watched the game last night. I, I do appreciate you sending out the menu on yeah. Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, I I was my, my cable and my Wi-Fi wasn't working at home, mm-hmm. so I'm like, I have to see this hey, game start to finish you adjust and you know what i did a halftime adjustment just yep. like eric's poster <laughs> yep. i made my way to duffy's got some apps got some two for one drinks that burger mania the burger mania <laughs> Ooh, that burger mania was looking fire i didn't yeah. get the, i didn't get to partake all the way in the burger mania who i got can? apps who does who yeah. can who's able to do it nobody yeah, it's right? so much it's so much on there right. but most importantly you know what i got ken you know what i got stone i don't know I got a playoff victory, baby. Playoff victory. I got a nice one to celebrate, man. Two for one drinks. I think I might have four. (laughs) Hey, two for one drinks, two for one drinks, and then a big dub on the plate. Easy. One game to none heat. Stone the Banowitz Friday Night Lights runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. And Theo, Stone has been busy this morning. Busy because Jay Will, you may have noticed it on ESPN, Jay Will, part of Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max, every morning, 6 to 10 a.m. here on ESPN 106.3. Guess who's down in South Florida soaking up the rays, mm. down in South Florida, a little bit of a mini vacation, still getting the work in. We respect the grind, but he wants to enjoy the South Florida lifestyle. Well, that's Jay Will. Now, Stone was prepared for Jay Will because if you recall, we're going to have to exhume this quote from Jay Will, this piece of audio from Jay Will that we buried last week. Last Wednesday, we gave it a funeral, mm. complete with taps and a 21 brick salute. Yes, yes. But Jay Will, if you recall, now three weeks ago, we have exhumed it. We have gotten the legal authority to get the shovels, dig up the grave, and it was a very shallow grave. We didn't have a lot of time to bury this thing, yeah, nor it was, money, it nor was fresh. effort. It was still fresh, right. It hasn't decomposed yet, right? The fingernails haven't started to get all curly and disgusting, (laughs) right? of course not. So here is Jay Will before the Heat Hawks series discussing Jimmy Butler and the prospect of the great superstar himself, Trey Young. But if they are healthy, and I love the Heat. I think the Heat have by far the best culture. Their culture is up with the best of the best in the NBA, with the Phoenix Suns. But the one thing I've always worried about the Heat is when it comes down to it, down the wire, could Jimmy Butler be that clutch player for them to make shots when you need it the most? I've always thought Jimmy Butler would be a better 
two option, three option on a championship team. Now, I know they got close in the bubble, but I've never seen him as the primary guy. I know Tyler Hero, guys like that are emerging. I love what they bring from a defensive culture, P.J. Tucker and company, Bam Adebayo. But if they are healthy with the way Trey Young is involved in pick and rolls, if he gets going, yeah, they were in the Eastern Conference Finals last year, and I think there was a legit chance. And there's a legit chance. Heat and five. You're horrible! Yeah. Oh, by the way, that piece of audio, God, a finger just fell off. It's decomposing as we speak, my God. So that was J-Well. And uh, we, I mean, we wore that audio out. Yeah. Every single Heat dub, every single Jimmy Butler masterpiece in round one, we mm. wore that audio out. And then when Trey Young got whooped and put in the torture chamber at game <laughs> one of the series... He came on air and said that Trey Young wasn't a superstar. Yeah, you can't backtrack. Right after gas, you can't backtrack that. You can't backtrack that. No, 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 no. You, Jay, will stick to your guns, man. Stick to your guns. That's called fortitude. That's called seeing it through. His foundation is shaky. He don't know about that heat culture. That's That's what it is. So we we respect Jay Will. We like Jay Will, which is why it hurt us to have to dog him so bad. That's my man. Over the last two weeks. Stone Lebanowitz this morning, when Jay Will walked into the studio to do Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Again, 6 to 10 a.m. every weekday here on ESPN 106.3. Our man, Theo, was ready to go. I like that. And started giving him, as they called in the business, the business. Mm. I mean, just getting after him today. And I'm so proud of Stone Lebanowitz, who started after he lost money on the Heat last night. <laughs> and now he is back all on the Heat train. He started throwing Heat culture all over Jay Will. Yeah, it was early. I'm talking 5 a.m., but I was ready. <laughs> I was ready to rock, right? So early on, I was being professional, you know, shook his hand. You know, it's nice to meet you, big fan. But I was like, my guy. You're in mafia territory. Oh, yeah. Like, like we don't take it lightly over here. And I got about a dozen clips of you talking jazz on these heat. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not going to take it lightly, and I'll keep coming after you. So each and every break, yep. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, I'm right here. You go ahead and make eye contact. I'll give you a little tidbit. So so, so J. Will realized very quickly, it seems like, Theo, <laughs> that he was out of his Northeast bubble. Yeah, yeah. He was out of his Bristol bubble, his New York, Boston, Philadelphia bubble. And he's in our house now. That's right. He is in our house now. <laughs> so much so that he took to the air on national radio. This is a nationally syndicated radio and show. And television. And television. Yes. And Stone hit him so hard with that culture over and over and over and over again. It started a discussion in front of the world for everybody to hear because of our man Stone. Here is Keyshawn, J. Will, Max about the heat culture that Jay will had shoved on top of him this morning here in the ESPN West Palm and John Levine Action and Attorney Studios. We spend no time talking about the Miami Heat. That's right. I'm down here in West Palm. I got to be honest, the first thing people are jabbing me about, I walk in the studio, it's like, oh, what are you going to say crappy about the heat today? Let's go, so like, I, I, I'm saying, like, I know we're finding what's wrong with Philly, yeah. but damn, though, Eric Spoelstra is a yeah. genius on the sideline. He's mm. the one yeah. targeting DeAndre Jordan when his ass is on the court. Culture. And Tyler Heroes come off the bench dropping buckets. Mm. Kyle Lowry's not even playing mm. in this series thus far. Know why we don't talk more about the heat? That's a legit gripe. Let's leave the other stuff alone with it, but like the, about about Doc and everything. Coming around. The reason we yeah. don't talk about the heat is because, in fact, what people want to hear is uh, not an X's and O's oh, breakdown. Usually, they want to get hear, hooked Max? on characters. Oh yeah, and, mm-hmm. and what those characters mean, oh, what's in their I, way, I, I their got, obstacles, I got their stories. Mm-hmm. Who, under, who understands Joel Embiid and the way Doc Rivers works more than Jimmy Butler? Right. This oh. is what I'm saying. So for the heat. The hook is whenever you have a team of a collection of guys, they're all about as good as each other. Maybe one guy's a little better, but he's not a superstar. It's hard to sink your teeth into as a story until you start talking about the characters. Jimmy Butler, Uh Eric Spolstra, Uh Tyler Hero, Uh right? Uh And bam. Uh Now as the playoffs progress Uh and they have success, we'll focus more on the characters and they'll get more shine. Understood, Max. I'm just telling you, one of the reasons why James Harden, even though there's lack of explosiveness to get by people, one of the reasons why he struggles is because you know who played with him in (laughs) Houston for a long time, P.J. Tucker, who knows how to guard him. P.J. Tucker was one of the key cogs to helping the Milwaukee Bucks Win a, win a world championship yeah. last year. Yeah, he's such a good player for so long. <laughs> Great in the locker room, on the floor. Talk about right. the heat, Max! Can immediately after he said that, they went to break, and he looked at me, took his headset off, and he was like, you happy? And I was like, you're damn right. <laughs> you right. strong-arm Jay Will into starting to talk about the heat. I am so damn That's proud right. of you. Hey, you want stories? You want stories, Max? You want stories to talk about? Stone! 
hit peppers because I mm. have stories about the heat to talk to you about. Max, here's your stories yeah. about the heat, okay? Theo, why don't we start with this? Most games, 20 points, 10 rebounds, 80% field goal percentage in the playoffs before turning age 25. Okay, give it to me. Third all-time, bam out of bio. Woo! There's a heat story it's for nice you. It's nice company, too. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is on that list. With just two. Tied, Tied with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. That is a story, We'll talk about Max. winning time. That's a story, Max. Bam Adebayo, 11 career playoff games, 20 points, 10 rebounds, breaking a tie with Dwayne Wade, second most heat playoff history, trailing just LeBron James. Hey, there's a story. Max, talk about those yeah. characters. Hey, Theo, how about Max Struess, a man that on heating up yesterday, we said he is committed to the defensive end. Yes. Yeah, he can hit the three. Yes. Yeah, he looks beautiful out there. But that man can defend. Guess who could not get around Max Struess? Mm. James Harden. Not not James Harden. Not, not the great James. The character James Harden. Yeah. Not the great character that we spend so much time talking about who was uh. outscored by Omar Yurtsevin in the second half last <laughs> night. Not that James Harden. My oh, God. Man. How about Tyler Hero? Six of eight half-court defenders. He faced four, and he was four of five on uncontested attempts. Yes. Outscored the 76ers bench. 25-21. By himself, By himself, he outscored the Sixers bench. Mm. How be, about that for a story, Max? To be honest with you, Max, Max, he's a hater. He's a hater. He he wants to talk about characters, but I'm questioning his character for not recognizing the mm -hmm. characters yeah. on this Miami Heat roster. Yeah, you, you know, know what? what? You know what? You feel Ma me? I completely agree with yeah. that. Max wants to tell us about characters. Where's his character for saying Heat culture wasn't interesting enough it's to talk about because they were too much of a team? Yeah. They were too much equal parts. Yeah. Uh-uh. Sorry. This is South Florida now, and Jay will found out today. Yeah. yeah. Jay will found out today what it's like to be around Heat culture. Stone Lebanowitz, who yesterday, yesterday, a, a true error in his ways, mm. and we lambasted <laughs> him for it. We tried to tell him. We, we tried. It was to a tell learn. Him. We talked. It was a teachable moment. Yeah, we said that we weren't going to get onto going. It's a teachable moment. He's yeah. young. He's wet behind the ears. Right, right. But he he put money on the Sixers because uh, he thought that no Kyle Lowry yeah. and there might be some problems even with no Embiid for the Sixers. He believed and in James Harden. Remember when he said it's all on James Harden? He and believed he, in James Harden. Wow. And and you know what happened? He got burned. Yeah. And so what happened? He slept on it. He slept on it, even though he uh, he dropped some dough last night. He slept on it, yeah. got up, and realized, you know what? Heat culture is my path. And how he's been able to completely vindicate himself is he saw Jay Will today. He delivered him a coffee cup that says Heat Hater mm. on it. He went full bore. There's also Stone a villain went full on that. Heat culture, and he called him a villain. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Jay Will, it seems like, has also realized the error of his ways. And sure. I'm willing to forgive. Yeah. I'm willing to forgive. I'm a very forgiving soul, okay? So, did he seem like he had remorse, Stone? Yeah, he did. And at one point he mentioned, wow, okay, I got to play the villain role. That's fine. I feel like LeBron James down here. I can play the villain role. That's fine. Let's do this. So, so he was kind of standoffish, but, but he still put up the Dukes just a little bit. Just a little bit. I like that he did. He didn't try to deflect. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like that he didn't try and sidestep it like, hey, man, you know, it's just TV. I was just giving a take. Like, at least he leaned in and knew the error of his ways. Just like you learned the hard way last night. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. And we're going to play a perk clip earlier. He was expecting a big night from Harden. I had a lot of faith in the fat boy. I had a lot of faith in the fat boy. And, 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 Why would y'all do that uh, over and over again to y'all? That's a real question right now for you, Stone. You have seen James Harden in the playoffs Year after year after year, why would you put your faith in a man who has shown you the error of his ways time and time again? Theo. Why? Theo, you know I'm an underdog guy. I'm an underdog guy myself. Yes. I, I, I go to bat for Baker Mayfield, Carson Wentz, all oh these goodness. bums around these leagues. Uh -huh. And I just thought it was a good platform, a big stage for Harden to give the middle finger to everybody and say, yo, I'm still him. But guess what? He's not him he's not, anymore. He's not. No. And, and, and I shed a few tears kind of watching it just whisk away into the wind last night as he, as he was jiggling down the court and huffing and puffing <laughs> yes. in the third quarter. And I was like, man, I'm embarrassed. They can have my money. 
and I won't do this again, and I'm back on ship. Yeah. I'm back on ship. P.J. Tucker's drives to the rim looked a little bit more like confident than James Harden's yeah, at times. Yeah, usually when Harden is, is shooting that three and, he, and he's got that stroke going, you're like, oh, this one's going to go in. That was P.J. Tucker last <laughs> night. I mean, it wasn't sad. James Harden. Listen, the, the, the Sixers are going to have some problems, I think, even when Embiid comes back. Because what we saw from the Heat last night mm. consistently is they can throw body after body mm. after body after body at you. Foul trouble, could it hurt the Heat at some point? Sure. But they have more bodies to throw at skilled offensive players than anybody in this postseason. Yeah. Forget just the East. Anybody in this postseason. And it's bodies with bulk, too, because, again— right. The, the Celtics guys, they're rotational guys. There's a lot of guys that can defend that are long. The difference between these Heat players is a lot of them have a little more impact, a yeah. little more strength to them. Jimmy yeah. Butler, P.J. Tucker, they're L- not movable bodies. A little more dog. Yeah. A little more dog. Yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I am unquestionably, after he disappointed us, we were Theo and I were like disappointed parents in Stone yesterday. Of but, but then he today, he atoned for that by realizing – you don't bet against the Heat. Don't do it. I know it. it's just financial. It wasn't with his heart. It was financial, and he lost out. And now yeah. he can't buy his girl something nice this weekend, and that's on him. That's he sucks. learned a lesson. Yeah, no okay. dinner. No dinner No tonight. dinner. No dinner. It's ramen noodles. <laughs> Baby, sorry. We're going to the, we're going to the microwave route, okay? Yeah. Um, but but he, he came in, and, and Jay Will, this morning, who, again, we have great respect for, we're just trying to guide him. And he's, he's not in his Northeast bubble anymore. Yeah. He's in... He's in heat territory. Mafia he territory. Kitchen, man. You gave him a face full of heat culture today. <laughs> and I will say, just hearing Jay Will this morning on Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max, it sounded like he was trying to go to bat a little bit for the heat. Trying to get Max, who wants who wants characters, uh. characters, trying to get him to get on the heat train. And joining us now here on Ken Levick Alive is Jay Will. And again, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, every single weekday, 6 to 10 a.m. here on ESPN 106.3. J. Will, thank you for joining us, and I I, I appreciate you uh, coming in, and it's seeming like maybe you're starting to acknowledge a little bit of the heat culture here. What were your first impressions of Stone when he started get, giving you the business at like 5 a.m. this morning? I absolutely loved it. Uh, anybody that gives me any crap in my life, I'm like, oh, you're one of me. You're like me. Please keep talking trash to me. And by the way, just let me give you guys a little bit of insight on heat culture. Okay. So I lived down here for four and a half years. Four years. I went to heat games. I spent time with Pat Riley. I spent time with Nick Arison. Nick Arison, who's the CEO of the mm-hmm. Miami Heat, you know, actually was a manager on our Duke basketball team. I am very familiar with the heat, and I have a lot of heat love. I'm just a realist when it comes down to it at the end of the day that I do think they're one of the best teams in the league. I just don't know if I see them winning a world championship. Now, I know you guys deem that as me hating, but that's just me being a realist oh, about Jay, it. Jay, I don't Jay, understand well, what all the anger is about it. Jay, well, this is, this is a, a lot of anger in the East, and it's a chip on shoulder, and that combines with them not being talked about because there's not enough characters into this type of stance. Now, Jay, I, I, I appreciate that you understand heat culture, but I, we buried this piece of audio last week in a formal on-air funeral, but we had to exhume it because I want you to hear Please, what please we were do it. Please do it. I want to hear it for. all. Okay. So this was the Friday after the Hawks uh, beat Cleveland beat to get Cleveland. in to the eight seed uh, to take on the Heat. And yep. this was your take. This was your preview of the series, Jay Will. But if they are healthy, and I love the Heat. I think the Heat have by far the best culture. Their culture is up with the best of the best in the NBA with the Phoenix Suns. But the one thing I've always worried about the Heat is when it comes down to it, down the wire, could Jimmy Butler be that clutch player for them to make shots when you need it the most. I've always thought Jimmy Butler would be a better two option, three option on a championship team. Now, I know they got close in the bubble, but I've never seen him as the primary guy. I know Tyler Hero, guys like that are emerging. I love what they bring from a defensive culture, P.J. Tucker and company, Bam out of Bayou. But if they are healthy with the way Trey Young is involved in picking roles, if he gets going, yeah, they were in the Eastern Conference Finals last year, and I think there is a legit chance. Now, here's the thing, Jay Will. You know, as what, someone who knows where, where, culture. Where's the, where, where's the hate in that? Where's the anger in that? I, I don't understand. Trey Young, if if he can go off, they were in the Eastern Conference Finals last year, if they can get going in the pick and roll. Trey Young was in hell for five games. <laughs> and you, as someone who knows heat culture, Jay, you know it's always heat in five. It's always heat in five. Okay. All right. So, oh, so, oh, 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 oh. 
you guys are angry that I said that, well, it, actually, if the Atlanta Hawks were fully healthy, uh-huh. I think it would have been slightly a different series, but I still had to feed the Heat favorite in the series. But is it more so about the fact that I believe that they can't win a championship? Is that what re- really well, rubs you guys the wrong way? How did you compare the Heat culture to the Suns culture? What, where, 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 where do you even get that from? How are they comparable? The, the Suns didn't become competent until a Heat guy in James Jones went over there. So how are those two cultures even on the same playing field? Who talked about the longevity of the culture? I never said that the Heat. I never said that Phoenix has had the same longevity of the great culture that the Miami Heat had. You said, I just talk about. They, no, wait, by the way, have you been around CP3? Do you know how CP3 leads? Do you understand mm, how so they're CP3 constructed around Devin Booker? Don't call it Suns culture. I, 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 I'm saying it's they. They are comparable in a sense to the way they're building. I didn't say that they were at the same like level longevity wise. I think the, I think the Suns have an incredible culture. Do you not? Not, not up there with heat culture because longevity matters when you're talking about a culture because the foundation that you build and the people that you continue to bring in there matter more. You know that. The heat culture should be on a totally different playing field. Okay, than the okay, Suns. okay. You guys, you guys have the best culture there in the go. NBA. Yeah, it's better not, not, does, that mean it went, does that mean it equates to a uh, championship? No. But, but <laughs> no, it does not. But, Jay, what I, I, I didn't understand, and you're a very, very intelligent guy, and I grew up the in most. Chicago, and I saw Jay <laughs> Will at the United the Whenever somebody says you're a very intelligent guy, here comes the flight. Go ahead. I, I saw this man as a college student Wreck up a triple-double against the Magic at the UC, okay? Mm. So I, I I know. I go back with Jay will okay? But to to give any Trey Young any sort of credence that he was going to be able to break down the fortress that is this Heat defense, mm. which is the deepest in the Eastern Conference, I got to say, Jay, I was a little offended by it. I was a little offended okay. by that. Okay, well, I'm sorry that you were slightly offended, but if you're going <laughs> to sit up here on national radio and national television on a day basis and tell me that you're picking the Miami, are you picking the Miami Heat to win the whole thing? That's my question to you. Yeah, I trust in the depth. I trust in the depth that the Heat have. And just like the Bucks last year with the Suns, if the Heat can get in after going through the Bucks with this defense, mm. they can neutralize the Suns, just like the Bucks did last year in the now, finals. Now, Jay, will you mentioned this to me earlier this morning? You talked. I talked about how are we going to defend Giannis, and that's who you brought up. How can you stop a guy? He's when terrifying. They, when they need two points, he says, "Give me the damn ball. I'm taking it to the cup." And you talked about them throwing Jason Tatum, Al Horford, Grant Williams, all these guys at him. What do the Heat need to do to stop Giannis? Just hypothetically saying that it is. The Heat and the Bucks in Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, I don't know if anybody in, in the NBA can stop Giannis, to be frank with you. I mean, you can stop the other people around Giannis, which gives you a great chance to win the game. But so his passing ability, his ability to control the paint is what makes it difficult for a guy like him. Now, look, it's feasible that Miami can do this, right? It takes. I, I will say that East Bo is probably the best coach in the NBA when it comes to strategies on how to stop superstar athletes but he has to see continuous bodies. Almost the same way you guys the way you guys have put Trey Young in a torture chamber, the same thing you're doing to James Harden to a degree. I'm just saying it, it, it's hard from a matchup perspective for me with the Miami Heat due to the fact that Giannis can catch the ball in so many different arrays of the court and just draw so much contact. Mm. And if they get Chris Middleton back, that's what makes it – it will be a hell of a series. I'm just saying it makes it very difficult. Be a blood I think bag. he's the best player in basketball right now. Uh, Jay Williams joining us here on Ken Levick Alive. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max every morning, 6 to 10 a.m. You wake up with him here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, also, too, can, um, can we just, can we just uh, remind all of ourselves of the fact that, that Jimmy Butler was the second leading scorer in the entire first round of the playoffs, and mm. you were talking about him maybe being a, a two or a, or a three. Or a I three. Just, I just wanted he to... is a two or a three. Whoa. He is a two or a three. Whoa. <laughs> What? He is a two or a three. A third option. A third you option. You guys, wait, time out. You guys go through scoring droughts sometimes. And first off, let me just tell you about my history with the Miami Heat. Okay. My brother, who was like a best friend of mine since I've been young, like five years old, lives down in Florida. My nephew is a diehard Heat fan. I watch Heat games all the time. Like, so you can't tell me that you guys don't have scoring drops sometimes. You're like, where do I points come from? Mm. Is that fair? Is that a fair assessment? Super fair. It's fair. Sure. Super fair. Okay. So when I, when I look at Jimmy, I, I think Jimmy Butler is an incredible player. I think he brings a certain toughness out of each and every player on his team, and he does bring things to the table offensively when you need him to. I just sometimes feel like with Jimmy, there's not that next, next gear. Now, I agree. He got 45 against, uh, against Atlanta. I just want to see him do it on that big stage because it feels like they run out of gas eventually. 
And that's why I want to see him do it. So the 2020 finals wasn't a big enough stage for you? Or because no, fans no, because the 2020 finals, you didn't have to travel. You'd have to go from one game location to another. You were staying in one stationary place. Now, it's still difficult. I'm not minimizing getting to a world championship. It's still tough. But let's not act like playing home and away. And travel and all that stuff doesn't matter in these type of games. Jerry, the man was running a coffee business out of a dorm room <laughs> while he was doing this in the finals. Hey, the I, I give credit. him extra credit for carrying one of these huge coffee machines <laughs> off the private plane. I, I give him credit. I love it. And here's the bet I will make with you. You name the stakes. If you're taking the Miami Heat to win the world championship, uh-huh. great. I will take the field to win the championship. <laughs> now, no, no, you're that a Miami a guy. Well, I want you, no, it's I not. Know, I was a cop out. No, it's I want not. you to the put field. your money where your mouth is. And, and this is what happens. When you guys lose, okay. I will come back down here. Okay. I will come on your show, okay. and I want you to do something absurd. Whatever I ask, All right. you have to do it, and vice versa. Okay. Deal? Yeah, that's a deal. Done. I love it. I absolutely <laughs> love it. It's a done deal. Now, I do want to ask you, since, uh, and I know you're, you're super busy, so you're doing us a favor, and I appreciate that. Um, uh, after Heat Games, if you could just jump on for a couple of minutes and recap with us and, and make sure, I want to keep you on the heat culture track, okay? Because I think we made some oh, progress oh. today. So if you're open to it, I'd like to have you on day, day after, afternoon after heat games in this playoff run. Does that work? What the hell in the right frame of mind would make you think that I want to come on your show <laughs> and hear this slander about my name after every heat game? Uh, what would, yes. I would love to. It would be my honor. Uh, Jay Will, you are fantastic. I, I do have to ask you. I do have to ask you. How awkward was it um, when when Coach K lost his final home game? Mm. How awkward was that scene? Now that I and this is like serious talk. Like, how awkward was that? Was that weird? It was more awkward that I had a lot of tequila and I was at the game and I lost my voice and there were a lot of people that were trying to fight me and I was trying my hardest as a public. Uh, personality not to slap somebody across the face <laughs> who would ever want to fight you <laughs> well i well the, the, thing is, the thing that's crazy about it and look like we, we always joke around first off let me say this the the, the culture in miami and I, I really even though i don't believe it happens i hope jimmy butler does get one because i feel like if there's a guy in the league who's had a, a lot of you know sayings about him about the culture he established in in chicago and the way that happened in minnesota I hope he does get one. But to answer your question about Coach K, it was, look, man, at the end of the day, this is why we play the game. You win and you lose. And this dude has won a lot. So as much as it hurt that he lost one, like I I didn't really walk away being like, oh, woe is me. Like, you know, the the guy won five national championships. And as you guys know, as Heat fans, it's hard to win a championship Mm. at any level. And we sit up here and we, you know, you hear fans say, oh, I, I would be able to get it. No, you would not. You know, like <laughs> like playing in front of thousands of people with that pressure to live up to that expectation on a day-to-day basis, to be criticized and scrutinized by the media every single day by random fans. You know, it's hard to win. So uh, for me, he got five. He's one of the best coaches to ever coach any game in any sport. Like he's had one hell of a run, man. So I think appreciation is where I come from with that. Nice. Stone, uh, Stone, Stone. Since since he's your boy now, he wants to throw a, a Tyler Hero question. Yeah, no, you. I just want to ask you a question. Like, what does Tyler Hero mean to this team? Like, a team full of veterans. Lowry's got a ring, right? PJ's got a ring. Like, the young guy, the little bro, the hustler, the guy who goes out and gets it. Like, what does he mean to a team? What does he provide for this playoff run? Stone, he is their energy pack. You know what I mean? Like, here's the thing: as you get older, man. Like, I'm 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 40 years old and. Sometimes, like, when you play pickup ball, right, you go to the gym. Anybody who's older can recognize this. And you're, you're playing, like, that game's at 21, and you're at point yeah. 15 or 16, and you're just like, damn, my legs are hurting. You're doing random stretches in the middle of the offense, right, like an old man, and you're just like, you're there, and you're like, man, I, just, I wish we had a young dude that just gives us a little burst when we need it, right, just to get us to the finish line. Mm-hmm. And for me with Tyler, like, I, I think Tyler can be a – he definitely is a closer – but where he's best suited is that in-between because he can carry a team and get them to that moment where either he can be the guy or Jimmy Butler can be the guy or Kyle can be the guy. But he, like, every team needs that battery pack, and that's what he is for the Heat, man. And that's a, that's a pivotal piece. Bingo. Um, uh, before we wrap up here, Jane, again, we appreciate you jumping on. I know you guys talked a lot about the draft, the NFL draft, but there was one moment in particular that, that stood out to me and it actually really bothered me. And I want to get at your, I wanted to get your take on this cause I didn't hear you guys cover this on the show. Uh, but, uh, this is, if you missed it, Roger Goodell calling ice cube 
baby, not once, but twice. I want you to listen to this real quick. And I see someone special right down here. Ice Cube. Cube, come on up here, baby. Come on, buddy. Ice Cube. Come on, baby. So, Jay Will, you hear Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the NFL, uh, uh, calling Ice Cube, like Compton Ice Cube, baby, twice. Uh, how does how does that make you feel? Uh, what are your initial reactions to that? Did he did he like confuse Ice Ice Baby like for Ice Cube? <laughs> there we go. I I, uh, I I'll just tell you as a as a grown ass man, <laughs> I never want anybody calling me baby. <laughs> the only person that's calling me baby uh-huh. is my damn wife. Uh-huh. Okay, yet uh-huh. alone Roger Goodell on on a national scene <laughs> right. in front of millions of people. Right, right, in front of like twenty thousand people in Vegas as well. Good, we're on the same page with that. Well, um, this is where I wish Roger Goodell would be more in line with WWE because there have been it would have been everything. If Ice Cube walked up to the podium and literally Will Smith, Roger Goodell, and said, "Don't you ever call yes. me baby? I am uh, no one's baby." Uh, and 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 it, that would be the proper response: an open hand slap to Roger Goodell's face. You don't yeah. call me baby. I'm exactly. Ice Cube. Damn it! Uh, exactly. So so Jay will uh, we will we will talk to you Thursday. Then we appreciate you playing along. I appreciate you at least trying to get in some heat stuff today uh, with Max, who's talking about characters and things like that. No. No, you you at least a modicum appreciate heat culture. Uh, so thank you for that. And finally, before we let you go, what is your what is your heat ceiling? Like, what is realist Jay Will? What is he saying is the ceiling for the Heat in this playoff run? I think they can get to a world championship. Okay. I think they can get there. Okay. Uh, I, I still think the Phoenix Suns are the best team in basketball. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm not just mad me. At just me. We'll continue to uh, try and sway you, um, but we appreciate your 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 acceptance of, of heat culture to an extent. Thank you for jumping on with oh us, boy. and we'll talk to you Thursday, okay? If you guys win a world championship, it's going to be a long time. <laughs> I know. I know. Book your plane ticket now, Torture chamber. That's right. Appreciate you, Jay. <laughs> All right, boys. All right, guys. All right, Please. Jay Will. Jay Williams. You hear him with Keyshawn, Jay Will, Max, every weekday, 6 to 10 a.m. here on ESPN 106.3. Gentlemen, I think we made some progress. We did. We I did. think we made some progress. I don't think we're all on the same page, but I think we've made at least some important progress with someone that has been enemy number one for a while. No doubt about it. The stages of like ex- of uh, acceptance. He's like at acceptance now in the stages there as he's yeah. working towards yeah. – coming all the way into the Heat culture. We just got to keep giving them the business. Yeah. No doubt. And what will help is when the Heat continue to play well, get this playoff run 11 rolling. more wins. 11 more wins. 11 mm. more we'll to be, go. We'll be dialing them up every single time. Absolutely. And we got to start coming up with what Jay will is going to have to do That's when true. we win this. That's How true. about, I mean, initially, I feel like we set up a stage outside by Flagler, mm. and Jay will has to perform this live. Oh, wow. Ooh, the Peppas. The Peppas. Perform Peppas live. Now that's Jay it. Will. That's it. I'll even I'll even Ooh. pay for the temporary hey. stage out there and the sound equipment. We'll just get Sunfest. They got the stuff right here. <laughs> we got to throw them in a, in a UNC hat and a heat shirt. Oh. Mm. oh. And mm. have them dance oh. and sing Peppas. I just mm. got hot. I love that. I like that. I love that. Ken LeVick Alive is presented by our title sponsor, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program, been doing it 22 years. Dr. Jim Reardon, he is a man who we talked about an awful lot, someone who uh, we, we talked about his legacy. We had the celebration of life for that man who meant a lot to not only me, but many, many people who passed away just about a month over a month now, and he set a base. He set a standard that is going to be carried on his legacy, and that is why the FAU MBA Sport Management Program will continue to go strong because it is the best. It is ranked number 19 in the world, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. We miss you, Dr. Reardon. We'll always miss you, but I'm telling you, this FAU MBA Sport Management Program, this is the way to get into the sports industry, built to last and it's modern. There are professors who are in the sports industry. You'll always be learning firsthand knowledge. I'm telling you, you want to get into sports? It's the most common question I get other than, why are you so bad at your job? But that's not the point. They, <laughs> it's, well, how do you get into sports? And I tell everybody, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. He's Theodore CWP TV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levicka. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.
from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. I'm just daydreaming about Jay Will on a metal stage overlooking Flagler Drive at the beautiful Intracoastal singing peppers. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to learn Spanish, though. Uh, no, I think I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a smart dude. He went to Duke. Yeah, he's he's smart. Smart. You're right. That's right. He's he'll a Duke figure it out. Yeah. He can easily just Rosetta Stone that for a week, and yeah. then he'll be fine. And he said he lived in Miami for, like, what, four right. years? So he's already got a head start. Yeah, yeah, he'll be all right. He, he, I believe in the guy. <laughs> he did mention his family, his wife. He wants to eventually be in West Palm Beach for the rest of his life. He, he's lives. thinking about moving down here and everything, and, and that was pretty cool. All right. All right. Well, so hey, he's got a home. He said he wants to start working with us, doing a lot. He's got a home now. All Beach I know, County, baby. All I know, Jay Will's always got a seat open here on the show. You're damn right. As long as he uh, continues to learn the virtues of, of heat culture. Yeah. Uh, we're presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. If you missed any of Jay Will, Jay Williams here on Ken Levick Alive, you can... Re-listen for free on the Ken Levick Alive podcast wherever you get your podcast. Tuesday means Theodore CWP TV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, Stone Labanowitz Friday Night Lights, and Stone putting in that work. Yeah. Because Stone's the one who immediately got in Jay Will's face this morning before the sun was even up. Like, some men would just throw punches yeah. if that's the case. <laughs> of course. Jay Will, good enough man and uh, respectful enough not to do that, but Stone, he was coming at him. Like, this was a, a, a crusade on Stone's part. And you said it's for free, right, that first segment. Actually, I think we should put up a paywall and have people have to cash app Stone because mm. he needs to make that money back yeah, from betting on the night. Sixers. Like, <laughs> so, so that first segment wow. produced by Stone, mm-hmm. we need you guys to cash app Stone. Yeah. We'll give it out to you. Just DM us. Right, right. We'll give you Stone's cash app, and, and that's behind the paywall. And, and what is the exact amount? We won't give that, but, but just know that it's uncomfortable enough. Yeah, yeah. It's it was a, an uncomfortable enough amount of he's money. He's eating ramen noodles for the next couple of weeks. Right. Yeah. With, with his best girl. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll go a night of ramen noodles. Okay, I won't go that far. <laughs> yeah. I won't go that far. But, yeah, it's ramen noodles for the two of us. Uh, you should you should see. I actually may screenshot it. Uh, you should see the uh, the lunch options that uh, Theo and I threw out to Stone for oh, the, yeah. uh, the lunch bet we made for Heat Sixers last night. Uh, because Stone had one thing in mind. Theo and I. Have a couple of different things in mind. I got an expensive taste, man. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? Like I'm not. The man's I'm, yeah. on television. Come on, dude. Yeah, I offered you guys salads at the salad shop, and both of you looked at each other like, "What the hell did he just say?" <laughs> that was a, that was a throat slash. Uh-uh. Yeah, you yeah, got you a quesadilla or something just <laughs> crappy, and y'all shut it down. So, oh, so we'll man. see. No, nope, we'll not see. happening. Not <laughs> happening. Uh, speaking of crappy, James Harden. Woo, boy, that was not good last night for him. The Heat. As we expected, put him in absolute hell last night. 5 of 13, 2 of 7 from 3, 16 points, 5 assists, and was outscored in the second half by Omer Yurtsevin, who got in in the closing moments of the fourth quarter. Stone only two field goal attempts in the second half. For James Harden. James. Yeah, t- seriously, that that that's that alone. Just hearing that really like confuses me because he's got to get his shots up. The lack of aggressiveness was like really, really worrying to me. And then Tim Legler came on Jay Will's show this morning and, and solved it for me. He was like, "Okay, thirteen shot attempts in total, right? You guys need him to if they're gonna lose, he needs to go out shooting. He needs to go out swinging." He yeah. goes, "But the problem is, if he does get fifteen more attempts." His stat line is going to end up at like nine for twenty nine, and Harden knows that, so mm-hmm. that's why he's not putting up those extra shot attempts because it'll be the most inefficient stat line, and the guy's done forever. And he knows he'll be get he'll get cooked on all the national shows yes. and on Twitter. Yeah. But but Stone, that's what he does. Like literally in the playoffs, every single playoffs that this he's ain't in, new. that's what he does. He'll yeah. he'll try to ball out in the first half if he's getting shut out, if he's getting locked up in the second half. He'll fade away. He'll turn the ball over a bunch, and he won't shoot it. That's the James Harden playbook. Can I, can, I, can I get you guys to at least admit that Harden had you guys nervous in the first half? Because the Heat were sleepwalking. Not, it was really? even your quote that the Heat were sleepwalking, sleepwalking, and then he he ran off eight straight to end the half and was jawing at that 305 crowd, and I was feeling it. But literally, what was my tweet? The Heat are sleepwalking. It was never uh-huh. about James Harden. Yeah. I was not afraid of that dude. Because, I'm, again, I'm from Houston. I know up close and personal what James Harden is about. Yeah, because then once they came out for the third quarter, then what happened, Theo? Lockdown. 
Locked up. Totally and then he, locked then up. Then he started texting buddies like, Yo, y'all going to get that section tonight, right? Like, <laughs> save me a spot. Y'all yeah. go get, get in line now. I'm going to uh-huh. pull up later. Like, yeah. I just got to get How many bottles? Up. How many bottles yeah. are we getting? Yeah. <laughs> a couple. Uh, so so the, the thing is, and this is why I wasn't concerned, is because we're starting to know now what James Harden is. So when you're hearing yesterday some of the national pundits talking about James Harden like he is – Houston MVP James Harden, mm. and Evan said it on heating up last night before game one, that James Harden, he's not sure he can get around to anybody. He's mm. not sure he can actually take it to the rim, and Evan called it. Evan prognosticated it perfectly because you put P.J. Tucker in front of James Harden, there's not a chance he's getting to the rim. He tried to do it once on P.J. Tucker. What happened? Charge. Because he had to pull up from the free throw line, tried to euro step his way in, put his shoulder down, and PJ Tucker took the charge, yeah. right? And then you switch Max Struess onto him, and Max Struess, who is suddenly turned into White Bruce Bowen, yes, yes. James Harden's not getting around him. One of okay. five versus Max Struess. Yeah, I, one I mean, bucket. Uh, Tyler Hero was having defensive success last night. Jimmy right. Butler was having all sorts of success against James Harden last night. He can't take it to the rim anymore. His only shot is the dribble between the legs four or five times, step back, contested jumper. Did he hit one of those last night? Yes. Or to get a whistle. That's his other shot. Or get a whistle. He got a couple of them, too. Get himself to the free throw line. And he did, even though Tobias Harris had a better whistle, had a James Harden Houston-esque whistle last night. But when you hear the pundits talk about James Harden, like he's still James Harden, it's unequivocally unquestionably mm. wrong. He hasn't put up 20 shots in a game since he got traded to the 76ers. This ain't James Harden from four years ago. Listen to Kendrick Perkins' prediction yesterday for game one on ESPN, the worldwide leader. Mm. When asked about James Harden, this was Kendrick Perkins' breakdown. Perk, I always love your tweets after the game, but I want to look into the future. What do you have in drafts right now? Give me a prediction and then carry on. Hold on, Malika. First of all, look, I'm handling my Twitter, okay? And then second of all, look, if I tell the world, if I tell the world about what I'm gonna tweet post-game, then what's the point of tweeting, all right? But look, I will give you this inside information. Tonight, I'm gonna be tweeting about James Harden and the beautiful performance he's gonna put down put Uh-oh. on down there in Miami. And also Doc Rivers. Club? He's gonna out coach Eric Spotion. And I can't wait to put yeah. it in their face. He's well, no, 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 no. No, that, that was an actual thing that was said. We didn't no, make that up. No, 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 no. That's a Kendrick, real thing. Kendrick Park. Do you Kendrick need to hear it again? Park, please run that back, Stone. That was I I Hear it one more time, baffled. just so I, I want to prove to you that that was real. Perk. I all, right now, give me a prediction. Well, look, I'm handling my Twitter, okay? And then second of all, look, if I tell the world, if I tell the world about what I'm gonna tweet post-game, then what's the point of tweeting, all right? But look, I will give you this inside information. Tonight, I'm gonna be tweeting about James Harden and the beautiful performance he's gonna put down put on down there in Miami. Why would he think and that? also Doc Rivers. <laughs> he's gonna out-coach Eric Spotia, and I can't wait to put it in their face. Why would he think? <laughs> First off, it got more and more ridiculous. Like I, I feel like that was a parody. Like was that yeah. somebody doing like yeah. a a, a, Kurt, a Perkins? It was because, like the Onion presents yes. sports. He quote tweeted it this morning with this squirming emoji. Yeah. So so he knows it. The, was, but, the cringy. But, why yeah. is he, but so also Kendrick Perkins has been one of those guys that believe in heat culture. He's been one of those guys yeah. that have sung the praises of guys. He's called them the guys. goons from Miami. Yeah. He sings the praises of Bam Adebayo, who he calls like what Bam out of the Bayou or whatever. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler, Eric Spolster. Usually he sings the praises of these guys. But then again, hold, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. Doc Rivers yeah. was his coach yeah. Yeah. when he won the, yeah. Yeah. the chip in 08. Standing and then James James Harden was his teammate mm-hmm. when they went to the finals mm-hmm. against the Heat. So maybe that's what it is. I'm trying to find an excuse for him. Hey, you're, peel, you're peeling back the layers. Those yeah. are his guys, but come on. No, because that just makes you look silly. Like it's ridiculous. Ju- so James Harden's beautiful performance, by the way, was, um, was 5 of 13, 2 of 7 from 3, 16 points, 5 assists, Two shots in the second half. Maybe his beautiful performance, like you said, came. We got to check his IG story. 
or a Snapchat story and yeah. see yeah, yeah, yeah. if there was a more beautiful performance. If it happened at Tootsie's. If yeah. it actually happened at Tootsie's. His beautiful <laughs> performance was uh, he, he was getting it done at Tootsie's. Yeah. My favorite stat, though, is that he was contested on 12 of his 13 field goal attempts. Like, he didn't have one open. Oh, wait, no. He had a singular open This look. is what the Heat the do. They put the, the, the quote-unquote best player on the floor in hell. In a torture chamber. They decided that they were going to focus in on James Harden, and that allowed Tobias Harris to cook a little bit. Tobias Harris was getting an MVP whistle. He was, was good. Really bizarre. He was good. But he also was good, but yeah, he did get a lot of whistles. But you know what? If if he's able to get going, that's fine because then you can focus on James Harden, who can't distribute. James Harden does not make that offense go at all. There wasn't a single three that the Sixers made off of a James Harden pass. Mm. Over ten. Yeah. That's something else. So that's significant in that spot, and then. Doc Rivers out coaching Eric Spolstra. Doc <laughs> Rivers started DeAndre Jordan. What? That's all you need and, to know. Oh. And then he doubled down on it. And then he doubled down uh, on it. You have to. And no, 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 you don't. Me, I, I gave you the plus minus DeAndre Jordan minus twenty eight. When I saw DeAndre <laughs> Jordan trot his silly self out there his on that basketball minus, court, his minus on the stat sheet is is bigger than your age. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, and I think it's more points than anybody scored in the entire yeah. game. This is sorry, Theo. I didn't mean to cut you. Oh off. no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, come on, dude, like. DeAndre Jordan is is not even a, a guy that should be in your rotation in the playoffs, especially against a team like the Heat, let alone you're starting him and, and having him in the fourth quarter, and then in the postgame you're doubling down. Like, yeah. do you want to get swept? Doc do you want to get swept? Here's the quote you mentioned. Doc Rivers, quote, we like DeAndre Jordan. We're going to keep starting him whether you like it or not, mm. end quote. Well, I like DeAndre Jordan too. He's from Houston. He's a he's a cool guy, a friendly guy. I mean, there's a reason why KD and Kyrie wanted them on his team. It's just too bad he can't jump. He's not good. Yeah, he's not good. So James Harden was was pretty ineffective. If Embiid's out, James Harden can't carry him. We found no. that out last night. And going against the Heat is not a recipe for James Harden's success either. I think he's probably the current athlete who gets too much hype compared to what they actually produce. Mm. I think you can make a case because. For, for James Harden to elicit that type of, of, of prediction from Kendrick Perkins that James Harden in the playoffs especially is capable of putting together a, quote, beautiful performance, like that, those days are done. Mm. And even when they were his days, it was sketchy whether or not he was actually going to be able to perform. When he was an MVP... Yeah, but it was possible that he could go for 40 or 50. It was possible. It's not even possible. Day, no, because yeah. he doesn't take more than 13, 14 shots. Mm. Which current athletes get too much hype for what they actually produce? Because James Harden might be the alpha in this conversation. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. We'll get to the social media when we come back. But which current athletes get too much hype for what they actually produce. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Phone lines open. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Live on ESPN 106.3. I think it's pretty safe to assume that uh, James Harden, like his best days are behind him, right? Like I'm not, I'm not going too far here. Yeah. I'll borrow a phrase from a Tyree Smith, who's my TV partner at uh, WFLX Fox 29 and WPTV. His goose is cooked. <laughs> I don't know why Tyree always says that like he's a 48 year old. Right. Say, say it like him. Like, like his goose is cooked. <laughs> That's Tyree right there. He That's does Tyree say Smith. that is that is his, like his old goose. man sitting on his porch yeah. stuff. Yeah. His goose is cooked. But it's kind of funny. <laughs> it is an old man thing. Uh, James Harden definitely gets too much hype for what he actually produces. We're presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. Who was it last night, Stone, that it, it was saying, oh, we can beat him. We can beat him. Paul, we, Paul Reed. Paul Reed. Paul Reed. Paul Reed. Does anybody know who Paul 13 Reed minutes. is? 13 minutes. Played 13 minutes last night, by the way. And the cr- young probably, Sixers uh, big man. He likely should have played more. Probably. Probably. And but, done what, though? Like, what threat does he pose? Something going to prison. The Andre George. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. We're going to play the quote, but I do want to say this before it. It is one of the most wild quotes post game that yeah. I've heard uh, in this playoff run and, like, in the NFL this season, like, like totally in, like, NFL and NBA season, like, it, it, it's insane. I yeah. guarantee you this is uh, going to bounce around the Heat locker room. 
a little bit. Here's Paul Reed after the game last night. Paul Reed on the Sixers moving forward in the series. Yeah, honestly, I think we can we can definitely beat this team. Uh, I think we go out there, we'll be more physical than them and play more aggressive and keep them on their heels. Uh, they're going to fold. So oh. we seen that happen in the second half, in the second like quarter. Origami and a little bit in the first. I think that's one thing we realized. Fold like fold. The, the Heat are going to fold. The Heat are the strongest tent or like structure uh, in the NBA. No, no, that's an incredible quote. I love Paul Reed now because to have <laughs> the guts to say that against a team that you have to play at least three more times, right? Against a team that has Udonis Haslam, Jimmy Butler, PJ Tucker, Kyle Lowry, Victor Oladipo, they're gonna fold. They're gonna fold. Think about it. Trey Young, hey, Young, right now. What do you think he's doing? He's probably on a, a PJ to Barbuda this yes, morning, right? Yes. Uh, he, he's headed to Barbuda. He's living it up. Yeah, living it up. Uh, and it's because he never was allowed to show up in the postseason <laughs> because the Heat put him in in purgatory. Yes. Uh, uh, James Harden, uh, like like Theo said, like midway through the third quarter, was already on the phone mm. checking with his boys to see how many bottles they were going to be I- able to get at Tootsie's and making sure that everything was set up for like one a.m. Yeah, he right? took he took more shots at the club last night <laughs> than he likely did in the second half, which was just two. Uh, to, right? Hey, why not? It's an off day yeah. today. I, I, I like that <laughs> but, a lot. But then, but Paul Reed's talking about folding, folding. What? what? Any what? other? Any other word? Right. Any other that word a, than fold? Word. Yeah, that's, that's a, a. Let's hear it one more time word. before we go to break. It's one thing to say we can beat this team. Fine, that's confidence. Yeah, that's good. Uh, it starts to get a little rough when you start talking about them being more physical than the Heat. I, we're, we're more physical than them. No, because that's not true. I don't know. Paul Reed played in the game, and I'm not sure he was watching it, but it's fine. <laughs> that's fine. But then when you start talking about how the Heat are, are are going to fold, how they're going to fold, that then becomes very problematic for the Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah, honestly, I think we'd be more physical than them and play more aggressive and keep them on their heels. Uh, they're going to fold and keep them on their heels. Mm. Uh, they're going to fold. So uh, they're going to fold. So I'm trying. Not good. I'm trying to look up where Paul Reed is from. He's from Orlando. He's 22 years old. Like, what gives him the the guts to say something it's like, like that? It's like Kyrie Irving delusion level. Like he, they're going to fold. The Heat are going to fold. He's six yeah. nine. Do we know where Paul Reed stands on whether or not the Earth is round? <laughs> there's there's no way he has the correct answer. He was in the G League last year with the Delaware Blue Coats. Hey, that d- blue coat culture. <laughs> <laughs> he's got that. He's got that culture. Course, oh, I'm sorry. He was the he was the G League MVP last year. I'm sorry. I disrespected you, Paul Reed. I disrespect. <laughs> that, that's Point kinda, taken. Yeah, <laughs> that, I, I like that though. That's that's pretty slick. Uh, we'll I'm be back for our number two, the lunch hour. We'll see if we fold or not. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel Five, WFLX Fox Twenty Nine. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.